Welcome back, back, back to Young Money Mindset, hosted by Luke Caricchia and Robbie Holdcross. From, from, from the ground up, where we talk about mindset, real estate, the hustle, and everything to help you achieve your dreams. So hyper-focusing on the positive things, Robbie, is something I've been kind of giving some thought here recently too. Um, let's just kind of bounce some ideas back and forth and kind of see, you know, mindset-wise, you know, why it's so important to hyper-focus on those positive um, positive things in your life. Yeah, um, I think, you know, a lot of the times, you know, it's more so the outside people in your life that notice the positive things and you kind of focus yourself on the negatives. Um, it really doesn't serve you in any way. You know, I think, you know, obviously it it feels like a lot more negative things happen to us on a day-to-day basis than positive ones. Um, But it seems like, you know, for me anyways, I don't know if I necessarily reward myself for the positive things or congratulate myself for the positive things. I kind of bring myself down for the negative things. And that's definitely one of the things, you know, that I'm trying to work on. So I'd be, you know, curious to think, I mean, how do you, how do you overcome, you know, looking past the negativity? Yeah, I think really it's, you know, it all ties back into mindset, right? So like in terms of the negative things, you know, really one thing I've been doing, you know, just fairly recently actually um, is trying to not only hyper-focus on the positive, but then also really consider, you know, what the negative really, really changes, you know, from your day-to-day life. So basically what I mean by that is let's say, you know, in a real estate side, let's say you have a listing, right? And uh, you go on a listing appointment, you don't get the listing, right? In that moment, it feels like, oh, you know, shit, I, I missed that listing. You know, it feels really negative, right? It's right. like, man, I just missed X amount of dollars. I missed, you know, the potential for future clients. Um, it's very easy to, you know, think about the negative. But then I, I try to bring myself back into the positive, like, okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe that listing wouldn't have worked out and maybe it would have been a big waste of time anyways. And, you know, I I wouldn't have even gotten paid on it and I would have wasted, you know, an additional two weeks of my life um, trying to do that. So I always try to really look for that silver lining, even though it is negative. You know, if you lose a a listing, it is negative. There's no really positive about it. Everyone would want to get that listing. I would argue with that because I feel like, you know, an at-bat is an at-bat. It's a practice round. Um, And, you know, one of the first things that you and Ben kind of told me when I first got on the team was, you know, how many no's does it take to get to a yes? You know, so even when you're cold calling, right. So you have to, you have to have those no's to get a yes. You're not going to get yeses every single time. So really, I mean, if you look at it in that sense, I mean, a no is a positive thing that brings you one step closer to a yes, you know. But it feels negative, right? It feels negative, absolutely. And it's hard to look at it as like, hey, I, I got an at-bat, so this is a good thing. I got to pitch it. You know, maybe yeah. I learned something about myself. It's hard to it's hard to, it's a reason with that because you just feel like you lost. You know, you feel like a loser when you walk out of a listing appointment. And you did lose. You don't have it signed. You did lose. Um, but yeah, there's still positives to be taken away from that. Um, and I, it is definitely hard to focus it on is. though. You're right. It, it really is. is. And it's, it's not only hard to focus on, but if you do try to bring your mindset right back into that positive frame of mind of, um, not just not automatically thinking everything would have worked out perfectly. Right. Cause yeah. we all kind of have a, a vision or, um, an experience of how something's worked out in the past. So you automatically kind of assume, oh, if I would have got that listing, I, I would have gotten it sold. I would have done this. I would have done that. But you don't know that for sure. You know, maybe yeah. you would have, you know, maybe the client would have had to change your heart anyways. And, and, you know, it was a big waste of time anyways. So yeah. um, there is, you know, multiple ways to look at it and not saying that, you know, my way is the right way or the wrong way. 
Um, I just think it all kind of ties back into what that overall mindset is. And that's another thing I wanted to talk to you today about, Robbie, was, you know, what is your overall mindset? And what I mean by that is we all have different mindsets, I think, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Some days we feel motivated. Some days we don't. Some days we feel like we can conquer the world. Some days we feel like a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, So how do you kind of navigate those you know, daily feelings or those that that daily mindset, but then still kind of keep the big picture of like the overall mindset together, if, if that makes sense. At yeah, all. I mean, for me personally, I try to never stack negatives. You know, if I have one shitty day and I woke up feeling like shit and I didn't want to work that day, it's like, fine, I'll give myself a personal or I'll take a couple hours in the morning to myself. But, you know, the next morning I'm not going to do that, you know, so it's like it's I'm, I'm never striking out. I know um, Court, one of our old mentors, had always talked about, you know, pushing the needle. Make sure you're at least doing something to push that needle. Um, so I at least, you know, at least every single day I'm doing something to put dollars in my pocket. You know, not every day is a full success. I mean, we talked about on the last podcast, you know, sales is one industry where you know every day whether or not you move that needle forward and if you made money. Um, I just think it's important to not let those negative habits stack up and to recognize when you're doing something that's not, you know, beneficial towards your future and not doing it twice in a row, you know, so, so stack it with something positive, stack it with a better habit and, and work towards, you know, creating a chain of better habits as opposed like to a that. chain of bad yeah, habits. Yeah, no, I do. I really like that. Like not letting those, cause those negative days do tend to kind they of drag s- you down. Yeah. And, well, they, and they, it's and a they, spiral. Yeah. yeah. And they tend to kind of build on each other. Right. So yeah. like if you have one bad day and then another bad day, it's very easy to continue that, that bad streak or that, you know, those, those losing days. Yeah. Um, one thing I've been trying to do more of, and that I could definitely improve on is just putting, you know, simply on the calendar, either a W or an L on that day. Um, yeah. And, you know, that way you can look back on that month, right? And if you do have a bad day, you're like, well, I just had, you know, three weeks of W's in my calendar. I'm due for an L, you know, yeah. I'm due, I'm kind of due for a bad day. And then that kind of changes your perspective, right? On the, the, the good days and the bad days, even in that sense, because you're like, man, I just had three weeks of just crushing it you know, got moved the needle forward every single day. And then I, you know, I, I had a bad day, like, you know, and, it, and it's very natural. Um, but I, that's one thing I, I heard from, from someone else and, and that I, you know, kind of been thinking about trying to do, uh, I did do it for a little bit, but it's, it's kind of back to that, you know, mindset is, is so fleeting. I feel like it's, um, you know, you have it and, but it, it's always trying to leave you, you know, it's, yeah, um, yeah. and it's, it's very easy to kind of lose sight of it. So, um, I mean, I guess back to the, the negative and the positive thing, would you say there's anything in particular that kind of turns a negative into a positive or that turns a, a positive into a negative? Uh, I, that's a hard question, but I think it all kind of comes back to your perspective. So how do you take it in? How do you interpret it? And then how do you react to it? You know, so. I mean, there's, there's, you can call, you can label these things negative or positive, but really they're all just things that are happening. Um, and it's how do you, how do you take that and react to it and, and turn it into a positive situation? Um, and I think that just comes with, you know, having a positive mindset, having a, you, you know, that open attitude, you know, and, and you got to understand that things happen for you, not to you. And I think that's one of the big things that I try to focus on is not being like, oh, why does, why does all this stuff keep happening to me? You know, a lot of things are happening for me, you know, and if I, if I focus on that more, it seems more positive and I can kind of pick up on it that's and, smart, yeah. you know, and, you know, chain that into, into a more positive 
you know, atmosphere and for it, myself. And not only just more positive, but then it's it's kind of ties into momentum, right? Because I think ultimately, you know, the the more you do good than bad, I feel like that momentum kind of builds on itself. And then it also allows other opportunities to present itself that maybe you wouldn't have saw or just been in that right room or serendipitously. Um, geez, I can't talk today. <laughs> serendipitously. I, never mind. We'll I, skip that's it. Too, that's too big of a word for me. You guys know um, the word. <laughs> but, you know, like it just sometimes, you know, things kind of come together where, you know, maybe if you wouldn't have got, you know, a, a flat tire or whatever, just that generic um, story is, you know, maybe you would have been in a different position that day. And it's all meant for a reason in that sense. It's not happening to you, it's happening for you. I really, I really like that, Robbie. Yeah. Um, and you're always teaching me something. I, that's why I love these pods. Um, so rewarding yourself, how how would you say you reward yourself for for those positive things? Let's say you, you know, I know this month. I think you got what three closing this month. Yep. Um, so how do you plan on rewarding yourself for that? You know, I don't reward per transaction or per good day or anything like that. I. I kind of just take it as it comes, you know, like when I feel like I want an off day or I feel like I want to go have a drink or something like that, I just kind of do it. And then I try to, I try to just make sure that I'm getting my hours in per week. You know, maybe I don't work a Tuesday, but I'm going to make up for it on a Sunday. Um, but you know, as far as like individual rewards, I don't ever really be like, Oh shit, I closed three deals this month. You know, I deserve this. I don't, I mean, do you, Kind of reward yourself per. I, I don't. I don't reward myself, you know, per day or per per closing or anything like that. I mean, I I have been trying to do more of, um, you know, not riding the highs so high, not riding the lows so low. Kind of keeping myself more centered in that because what I noticed was, you know, I would have a good month, um, and I really, you know, nothing would change, right? Whether I sold zero that month or sold three or whatever the number is yeah. it's you know I, I never did anything really differently so then it, it kind of creeps into the back of your mind like why am I working why am I doing this so so hard like what what is this even for kind of like you get in that mindset of like man I just crushed it the last two months and like I didn't do anything like you know yeah so I guess I I kind of fall into the category of like work, 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 you know, no, no matter what, whether it's zero or a, a, an awesome month. So I've been trying to more or less, you know, take that time to really reflect. And I think that's, that's really what I'm doing more of now is that reward is, you know, reflecting, you know, yeah. um, going out on a vacation. I just took a trip up North, um, just went in the woods, you know, not a lot of cell service, um, just, you know, hung out, um, me and my lady and just really, really just had an easy time, you know, where we had no distractions, nothing. We could just, you know, unplug for a while. And throughout that, what I, what I kind of learned from that experience was that it gave me time to reflect and it gave me time to really think about what I've been doing well, what I've been doing, you know, what I've been dropping the ball on. And then you come back and it's not only are you refreshed, um, but you, you kind of have a different perspective on those good days and those bad days because you're like, you know, it kind of just puts everything in a perspective. So, yeah. um, hopefully that makes sense. I know yeah. we've been kind of, well, I feel like that's a very good point. I feel like, you know, you do need to take those times to really unplug, especially when you're in an industry like ours, where your phone is your main, 
you know, your resource. You know, I'm staring at my phone all day. When I get home at night, I don't even want to look at my phone. Neither do I. So I feel like, you know, <laughs> yeah. when you can take a full three-day weekend or something like that and really go unplug like that, I think that's huge for your mindset, huge for your perspective, huge for your business, huge for your clients. I mean, it just puts you in a better mood. And I think, you know, all around, I think people feel that. So Yeah. And, it's, and I was thinking, because, you know, honestly, the reason I never really tried to do the whole, you know, vacation kind of type things was I was, and I, I'm getting out of this, this mindset, um, slowly, but surely, but I always looked at the financial aspect of it, right? Yeah. Hey, what is this? Not only, I don't look at just the cost of the vacation, which a lot of people would, I look at the opportunity cost, right? Um, you know, I go spend $2,000 on a vacation and I'm, you know, out of, out of work for three or four days, like what's that opportunity cost? What could I, you know, yeah. that could have been a $20,000 commission check or yeah. that could have been a flip. And now your vacation costs you 22 grand. Exactly. Yeah, and and so, yeah. it, but, but it's not yeah. really the right way to think about it no. because then it's, then, then you can't enjoy the vacation. No. And, 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 and <laughs> then you're stressing the entire yeah. time. <laughs> then you feel like a real piece of trash when you're out there like, man, yeah. this little, $2,000 vacay has cost yeah. me the 22 G's and you can't relax. So. And what is money? I mean, I mean, your, your mind comes way above that. You know, yeah. money's the one thing you're not going to take with you when we leave this world. We know that for damn sure. So, you know, I feel like it's really important to take care of your mind above all else, you know. Well, and I, absolutely. And your mind, too, in this business really is what's making us the money. I yeah. mean, at the end of absolutely. the day, if, if you can't, you know, if you're not in the right mindset, to you know call for five hours you know you're, you're not going to reap those rewards of, of doing that activity or or doing open house or whatever your lead gen is so i think there is a lot of benefit to that and that's something i've been kind of slowly trying to wrap my head around and and do more of um but speaking of you know money and what is money i've been kind of diving into that more recently um what are your thoughts on doing some alternative investing in gold and silver, Robbie? Gold and silver, I'm going to say is a no-go for myself because I like income generating assets. So I want cash flow. I want a, a monthly turnaround. I want a monthly profit. So for me, something, you know, I'm going to, I'm planning on getting a rental property or a Turo car or something like that to where I can finance it out and turn profit month one. You know, we're borrowing money, but we're making more money on top of it. For me, gold and silver, um, I think it's a savings account, not an investment account, you know, so I think it, it holds its value well. Um, it sits well, it's not going to lose money. So for me, you know, if you're, I don't like savings accounts. I don't have a savings account, but for me, I guess you could say my savings is is gold. You know, so I I agree with with people that buy gold bars and things like that for savings, but I personally don't see it as an investment. Okay. Um, the reason I ask is because I had a really good interview with a um, someone here locally in Phoenix that owns a a big like a gold dealer, I guess you could call it. Um, but they they showed me a lot of interesting charts on you know, the velocity of money and kind of what's happening overall um, in every fiat currency. So what, what you had said is like, you want cash flow, right? Cash. Right. Um, every fiat currency has eventually gone to zero, every single one of them. Um, and I, I'm, I'm saying this on this pod, podcast because I want to look back on it in three to five years um, and really look at what our inflation has done to our cash. Right. Um, because cash is great, but I mean, 100,000 10 years ago is a lot different than 100,000 today. Yeah. Now, if you're cash flowing 100 grand 10 years ago and 100,000 today, I mean, st still great numbers. I mean, you're still doing 100,000 in cash flow. The number hasn't changed, but the purchasing power has changed. And I think that's not what a lot of people think about. They look at the, the dollar value 
Um, but if you could have that same hundred thousand in gold, you know, ten years ago, and that same hundred thousand in gold today, the, those purchasing powers would be completely different. You know, a hundred thousand right. dollars worth of gold ten years ago would have bought you north of a million dollar property today. Where, you, you know, it just it. I guess yeah. it it, it kind of changes. You know what what is money and that whole question of what is money. Um, at the end of the day, money to me is really, you know, an option to purchase something at a specific valuation. And, and that's constantly changing, especially recently when the Fed has printed, you know, 30% of our currency. So oh, yeah, in the last um, two years, a lot yeah. of pensions, a lot of these, you know, retirement accounts, a lot of these businesses are even getting pushed and their margins are going down or they're passing that on to their consumers. And probably still, you know, net positive or the net same cash flow. Um, but I'm just kind of curious to see where that plays out in five or 10 years. You know, what does that look like? Are, are more people holding gold? Are we going to a new CDC digital backed dollar where the government's going to come out and say, hey, we're changing everything from U.S. dollars to a digital currency and they're preloading $200 on cards and giving them out um, to try to incentivize mm -hmm. people to go to more of a digital backed currency? Because you look in, at 1971, every single dollar prior to 1971 had gold reserves. Right. You know, and that's really not that long ago. Yeah. You know, post-1971. We're, we're pretty far from it now. You know, when they look at you know, the value of a dollar now, it's a heck of a lot less. Um, I mean, what's... Are you planning on purchasing gold now? Do you think that that's going to be... Do you think we're working our way back to a gold standard? Is that what you're saying? Um, I So I've been reading a lot about the what's what people are dubbing it as the great financial reset. And I don't think we're too far off of it. Um, we used to be the petrodollar. Everything really kind of revolved around the United States dollar, no matter what country you're in. Um, you know, my, my, my gold uh, advisor had told me, Luke, you know, if you drop me off, with $10,000 USD cash in any country, it's valuable. You know, you could go and depending on what country you're in, people are going to take it. You know, they yeah. trust the US dollar. They trust the government, you know, um, but it's slowly changing. You know, um, Russia is not really doing a lot of their oil anymore in the United States dollar. They're all going to the, the yuan, you know, the, the mm -hmm. Chinese currency. Um, so I'm just kind of really trying to hedge against that. And uh, I'm not going to take a large position into it. I'm really just going to take reserves and put it in gold because it's just cash sitting there yeah. anyways. You know? And if you're using it as reserves as a savings account, then I agree with it. Yeah, I do. It, yeah. You know, and, and it's, it's not going to be a, a large chunk of my portfolio. But, you know, if you look at the charts of gold, you know, they even made gold illegal for U.S. citizens to hold at one point. Um, so there's, you know, and that was stuff that I was talking to my, the, the advisor about, but there's a lot of interesting, interesting things going on in the world right now that I think people have to have more of a global perspective rather than just a, a United States perspective. Um, especially with the amount of opportunities I believe that are coming up, um, you know, having gold that, that high inflates is going to be, you know, it'll be priceless. I, yeah. I think, you know, if, if that's the case and historically, when you look back, it is the case. It's going to happen. It's a matter of when is it going to happen. Right. You know, and, and I'd rather be 10 years early than one day short <laughs> on that situation. That's fair. That's fair. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if there's any any wrap-up, parting shots that you have, any value we can leave, um, you know, the audience today, I think everyone should be looking more macro, global kind of, you know, uh, type investments and uh, any any last parting shots, Robbie? Yeah, I got nothing for him. I think just you know keep stacking those good habits and uh, let it spiral into to your success. 
Yes, sir. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Hope you guys have a, rest, a good rest of your day. And uh, Luke Carecchia signing off. Out of here.